grasp this concept quickly. If anyone in this room is looking for an instructor, a drill instructor, a sergeant or lieutenant to get you through this academy, get up and get out now. It's not going to happen. I'm not here to get you through the academy. That's not my function. It's not my job. My job is to place obstacles in front of you. It's your job to develop a process and how to get through those obstacles and move forward. My job is to make things uncomfortable. Uncomfort, discomfort promotes change, promotes better habits. From there, it's up to you whether you develop the self-discipline to sustain those habits moving forward. Make sense? Yes, sir. If you're looking from the outside, for outside factors to get you through this academy, do not come back on the 8th. Is that clear? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good afternoon and welcome to Fido Talk with Dave Thompson. On today's edition, I want to hit on entitlement. And entitlement in terms of what it means for leaders or influential teammates. What it looks like, how it's perceived, how it affects the overall team and organization. We might even hit a little bit on, you know, how we got to that point, what our approach can be if we find ourselves working for somebody who's entitled, or it certainly gives the appearance of being entitled. So without, uh, without any further ado, let's jump right in it. What does entitlement look like? Well, from my experience, it starts way before anyone has any type of appointed leadership role or supervisory role or ascends to any position in where they have other human beings in their charge, right? They, um, again, from my opinion, it's it's the person who thinks whatever position is available that is appealing to them should be theirs, right? It, it should be theirs no matter what, no matter if they put the work in, they've met the criteria, they have um, done whatever they had to do to obtain that in, in a in a level playing field, right? Whether it's by straight merit or some sort of testing process or whatever the case may be. This particular individual or set of individuals think that that position or whatever benefits and perks or whatever come with those benefits should be theirs, carte blanche or carte blanche, whatever, um, Whatever is available should be available to them um, without any without any type of you know extra effort or or process and and that in my opinion what is what an entitled person looks like and 
It, it could be for various reasons, right? Um, what those reasons are and how they got there, I'm not so sure that that's relevant when it comes down to the way things affect the teams and the human beings within their charge once, you know, once they ascend to a position of authority. But a few of the things I have seen from people who are seemingly entitled. Now, whether they see that or not, that's that's a different question altogether, whether they understand that um, they are coming off entitled. That's a whole different story. What I do see is the more rank, more higher ascension, less work, more perks, um, bending the rules in their favor. Now, listen, there's absolutely nothing wrong with at all with coming in as entry-level, new bird, new person, young Joe, whatever you want to call it, and having to earn your bones, right? There's nothing wrong with that at all. There's nothing wrong with the new guy picking up the undesirable work or the things that are considered menial. There's nothing wrong with that, right? And there's nothing wrong with as you gain seniority and rank. There's nothing wrong at all with expecting the new guy to pick up the kind of crap work, right? Because you've done it. The problem lies in if, as if, you, if you've if you never done it and then expect someone else behind you to do that work. Mm, that's not, that's seen, right? You, that, you can't hide that. That that is one of the aspects that come off as entitled, right? I never had to do it, but now that you're here and I've got more time or more rank or whatever the case is, you have to do it. Yeah, that comes off as pretentious and douchey. There's there's no there's no need of that. That doesn't lend itself to credibility, doesn't lend itself to holding yourself accountable doesn't hold lend itself to having integrity it, it doesn't lend itself to good leadership across the board when you know people expect other people to jump in and perform your duties while you leave early that's again that's a problem that is Again, I'm entitled to this because I wear an emblem on my collar or a tab on my chest or what, however your rank structure is is situated. You know, that's not – that is what putting one above the sum of the whole and really deteriorates the, the teamwork mentality. Um, on the opposite spectrum of that, I've seen people with – you know, running complete shifts of 
dedicated men and women who jump in and do all the muck work. And they have no problem doing that. And I've also seen people who are ascending now who have no problem doing that muck work or the menial shit. As long as it helps the team. They have no problem with that. Um, they don't feel entitled there. The other half of that is if you have started off doing the muck work and have ascended and are seemingly not one of the entitled and then somehow morph into that entitlement, well, you weren't genuine to begin with, right? You weren't doing that work for the overall betterment of the team. You were doing that for the selfless reasons, those selfish reasons, I should say. That won't lend itself to believability, to credibility, to um, people respecting you as a leader. They may respect the rank. You, they may respect the shirt or the the emblem, the patch or whatever the hell you wear. They might respect that on the surface, but you as a leader. Not a chance. It, it, it just won't happen. When that kind of sets into somebody, that kind of work ethic wanes, right? And, and, and it's noticeable. You're not putting in the extra work to understand the scope of the duties that the people under you have to perform. Right. So you're making your your decisions based on your ego, your narrowed mindedness, maybe the way things used to be done. And you just haven't kept up with uh, the evolution of your whatever industry you're in. Right. So then when the questions come, when people look for clarification, or you're doling out your intent or passing out assignments and questions come up and the the responses you know because I'm the boss and I said so well how fucking empty is that it's funny I heard a small clip of Jocko Willink speaking of this exact thing and he he was spot on. If all if all you have is a piece of rank to bolster your plan, <laughs> it's a completely ineffective plan, right? If that's all you have is your, you know, authority on paper for a plan, well, you're a bozo, and that's going to shine right through, right? The chances are. When somebody tells me because I said so, my immediately first thought is this clown doesn't know. He doesn't have an answer. So I'm going to shut down and I'm going to figure it out myself. Because who wants that type of circus involved in, in some sort of operational plan or you know, operational duty, especially for somebody in a first responder field, right? Who, who wants that? It's 
it, it's it's a hell of a a a hell of a point to expose when you can't simply clarify a plan or an order or a directive to someone in your charge right it's 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 glaring and it's glaring to the people in your charge that the chances of all of them being that naive and dumb are next to zero right everyone brings something to the table and if your ego clouds that clouds you from seeing that maybe you need to take a step back right maybe you need to take a step back so what would a good approach for somebody who is has no leadership role right and because we always try to talk about you know leaders of men and women and then leaders of self right because we have to lead ourselves every day so if we have no one to lead, like what what's our approach when when we feel the the people above us, whether it's influential teammates, whether it's team leaders, mid level leaders, you know, top dogs, when they feel entitled, like what, what what's our approach then? Well, it's not easy. I mean, let's let's not blow smoke up each other's ass here. It's it's not it's not easy if you. Um, experiences, and, and you see it, you immediately start to lose confidence in that person's leadership abilities, right? And then at some point, if that type of behavior continues, you'll, you'll see that they have exposed themselves as not being a leader at all, right? But being a boss. So then does your treatment of them change right does your respect level reflect in the way that you talk to them the way you react to them the way you carry yourself um is that a noticeable change in you do you no longer give every task its due diligence do you cut corners i'm not sure sure that's the right approach right because now you're falling into that trap of not being yourself right you're losing your own integrity and self pride you're losing the the crux of the 11 principles of leadership right you're taking away from the 3 priorities of leadership, right? You're taking away from the team. You're taking away from the overall mission. And at the end of the day, you're really taking away from yourself. One approach is to double down, right? Double down on yourself, right? Sharpen your skills, be a sponge, absorb as much information about whatever discipline you're working in. Um, and you don't have to be bragful or boastful or anything like that, but you can also approach an entitled leader, an ineffective leader, 
right? Or or just just an asshole, somebody who's a boss, an asshole boss. You can certainly approach them. I mean, there's nothing anywhere that says they they're they're untouchable, right? And you can approach them in a tactful, respectful manner, and you know, ask for some clarification. You can't get it. Ask if you are able to try to do things in a different way. Ask for a little leeway in the how, how to accomplish whatever task was given. Um, but to give up that kind of moral high ground and to dip below a certain integrity level, I think is detrimental to the individual the individual on the team. I, and I think that in turn is detrimental to the team. That's detrimental to the organization. It's detrimental to the overall mission statement. I think that is, um, is a bad idea to kind of lose that moral high horse. And you don't have to be a dick about it because the cream is going to rise to the top. That's just the way it is. It's going to show through. It's going to shine through. It's That's just kind of the natural progression of things, right? Um, and at the end of the day, if you're in a bureaucratic, layered, politically charged environment, that just might be the modus operandi, right? That might just be the way it is. No one says that you have to be a fucking punching bag or be treated less than your worth. There's nothing anywhere that says that you have to absorb that, right? It's just there. there's nothing. You could certainly morph into what you're bitching and complaining about because if we can't beat them, we might as well join them, right? We could take that cowardly pussy approach and and just and just be another clown. And eventually you'll be a boss and you'll get what you want. Um but you'll be just another boss slash slash bitch with less integrity, with less self respect, with less respect of your peers, less respect of the people in your charge, your credibility will certainly be diminished. And you might get what you want as far as perks and benefits and, and compensation and all that stuff. And that's great. That's great. You can't take it with you. That, that's great. And it, what, in my opinion, the only thing you're building for yourself is tougher days, right? Tougher work days. You really are. In order for you to get help through the tough days, you're going to need the people that you put beneath you, right? That you look down upon. That you might not say so, but your actions certainly speak louder than words. Um, you're going to need those people. And it's going to be a struggle, right? It's going to be a struggle getting people on board. It's going to be a constant tug of war. 
But as they say, you know, you're fucking this goat. So you can take your approach down one of two roads, right? You can take it as you're going to be a professional leader. You're going to understand human beings. You're going to establish yourself as somebody who lives the the principles of leadership. You're going to establish yourself as someone who takes the three priorities of leadership very seriously. And you're going to look out for the basic human needs of the human beings in your charge. That's really what it comes down to. You know, the entitlement might get you temporarily what you want. But I think the rewards of being a a professional leader with integrity and a genuine care for the people in your charge will get you so much more, so much more in your professional life, in your personal life, all across the board. I think... I think the squeeze is so much the squeeze is definitely worth the juice I should say. I think that and and for for the the to, to be fair, right? To be objective. For the the boots on the ground, right? Understand that not all people who have appointed rank feel entitled, right? Some of them will ask you to do things and you won't have any clue that they've done that and more, right? To to just blindly bitch about it is the wrong answer. It's the wrong answer. Right? If you if you know you've you need to do A through G and you've hit every mark A through G and you've done it to the best of your ability across the board and left nothing on the table, then you have nothing to worry about, right? If you didn't leave any gaps, there's no one who can question you about those gaps. So um, that's another kind of point to take into consideration when we talk about entitlement. It's easy. Entitlement is easy. It's easy to fall in that trap. And we are have become certainly a society where doing what's easy versus doing what's right is the norm. But if we do what's right and it becomes a habit and a routine, it becomes doing the right thing becomes easy, if that makes sense. But... So I'm going to leave it there. I just want to take a second to send a shout out to all the first responders out there. It's been one hell of a month when it comes to different active events. Um, take care of yourself. Learn to lead yourself first. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for everything you do. Look out for one another 
and keep doing what you do. Until the next time, keep kicking those doors in. Fido. I want to thank everyone for listening to this week's episode of Fido Talk with Dave Thompson. If you would, please subscribe and review. It helps a lot. Uh, Share the word with your friends and family. Have them check it out and provide some feedback. We'd love to hear it. Check us out at barebonesleadership.com for the latest blog and different perspectives on everything leadership. Follow us on the gram and on our newly updated Facebook page. Uh, Share your comments, your thoughts, your views. Any and all feedback is always welcome. And don't forget, keep kicking those fucking doors in. And as always, Fido. I appreciate you guys listening. Take care. And see you next time.